everybody. I know it has been a while since I've put out a podcast uh, because I'm just not dealing with a lockdown all that great. Uh, however, working seems to be helping me out every so often. And talking to people has been super helpful and beneficial because then it obviously becomes about the fact of the exact same thing that I do for everybody. I know what I need to do. I'm just not doing it. Why am I not doing it? And figuring out those emotional sort of triggers and blockages and things like that, that obviously put you into that position. But anywho, and then it's good because I get to know, I know exactly why I'm not doing it, but I just do what I need to do to get through the day. But anywho, um, this is something, of course it's something, where is it? There we go. Fear of failure. So more than a few, and by more than a few, I mean practically every single client that I've spoken to this week, and it's essentially been two days for my week. Um, every single client that I've spoken to so far that is in the first half of their transformation program, it has been about, particularly with the lockdown of losing control and then also the big sense of, I'm scared I'm going to fail. And it's not just one client, it's like almost everybody, which is insane. And everybody has this weird arbitrary thing that if they don't achieve whatever goal it is through whatever time frame they have put themselves on, they feel like a failure. And one of the things I have to keep iterating to any client that is on the transformation program with me or just any program in general, specifically when we have to adapt it to any sort of lockdown and then we go from the gym workouts into home workouts is you can't fail this. There is not a pass, fail, mark, grade or anything on this. This is quite literally just how healthy are you? Would you like to get healthier? Yes. Awesome. Then let's do that. Health is a big old spectrum. It's not just someone is healthy or unhealthy. It is very much here is where you are. And if you want to move the needle further up towards being healthier, then yeah, you can do that. And as long as you have a purpose of why you're doing this or why you want to get healthier, why you want to lose weight, why you want to do all these things, and you know what your deep down why is, you can't really fail at setting goals along the way. Because a lot of people initially come to me and they say, hey, Trav, I would like to lose weight. Why do you want to lose weight? Oh, and then eventually we get probably like 30, 40 minutes into it. We realize that, oh, they want to lose weight because they've never really been confident in themselves. They've been bullied since they were in high school and they want to let go of that. They've always been blaming themselves or their parents for their genetic predisposition for being overweight. And they finally want to take control of their health. That's why they want to lose weight. Losing weight is very surface level shit. So when we start to look at the goals of losing weight, what do you do? Lose weight. Cool. If you lose 300 grams, have you reached your purpose? Are you happy? No. Well, you've lost weight. That's what you said you wanted to do was lose weight. And you've done just that. So where do we go from here? Well, let's keep losing weight. The goal of losing weight is very, very shit. And it's, <laughs> it's you know, it's contradictory considering that's what I help people do. But it's terrible in the sense of if someone wants to lose weight, they're going to lose weight. It's inevitable that they're going to lose weight. So paying stupid amounts of money to lose weight seems pointless to me. Paying stupid amounts of money to figure out why you're overweight in the first place and how you can keep it off for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's something different. That is an investment in yourself because then it's obviously figuring out 
how to avoid and taking the reactive and proactive approach at the same time. Reactive in the sense of, yes, you're going to lose weight through my program. But then proactive in the sense of, I know how to keep it off. I know how to lose weight. I know how to deal with all my emotions, habits, behaviors, responses, and everything like that. So of course, now I'm going to keep the weight off. That is, in my eyes, a better fucking investment than I would like to lose 10 kilos. Fantastic. I've lost it. Let's put it all back on. That, in my eyes, is more towards the failure than not. But we also have to recognize everyone is in their own little boat when it comes to their health journey. So the difference between a purpose and a goal, and I run through this on the foundations program. This is like fucking week one of the foundations, which I should probably market considering every time I go into lockdown, everyone complains of the same stuff that is covered in the foundations program. That is an eight week program specifically built out around nutrition and mindset and the, (laughs) and the philosophies that I give to people in transformation coaching. I think I just talked myself into it. I'm going to market the foundations program because it always goes nuts during lockdown, particularly because it's go at your own pace. Anywho, I'll, I'll talk about all that shit later. Um, (laughs) the big thing for this, a purpose is, for example, I, I want to lose weight and be the best version of myself possible because what's going on here with my camera. It's died. So the big thing of that, even though it said that it had half battery left on my camera, fucking oh no. Um, Setting a purpose, you can't fail at having a purpose. The reason that you can't fail in having a purpose, as I move away from the camera, I'll charge out later is because a purpose is like a long plan. It's like a five year, 10 year plan, or it's just, it's not even a plan at the moment. It's just a dream visualization of where you want to be. So then it becomes, well, I can't fail at becoming the future version of myself because I'm always in pursuit of that. If I make this decision now, it doesn't mean that I've completely failed in becoming that person. It just means that maybe I've just stopped the progress for just that day or just that hour. And realistically, not even stop the progress, just slowed it down ever so slightly. So when you start to look at things in the big picture of particularly when we talk losing weight, becoming the best version of yourself, whatever, you can't fail in doing that because the purpose in doing that, and I will not accept a client that doesn't have a good purpose because otherwise it's just, Hey, I want to sign up to lose weight. Okay. And if it's just losing weight, most likely I will just put them on a lower end program and just give them that because they don't need obviously the, the mindset and the educational stuff behind it. Or if they do, they'll figure that out by not doing too well and being like, I'm stuck. I'm struggling. I'm overwhelmed. I can't figure out why I just can't say no to snacking. Then that's where I'll be like, okay, well let's start talking about it and jump on the transformation program. However, If you have a purpose of getting healthy to be the best version of yourself so that your kids don't have to go through what you've gone through, as a rough example, you can't fail at that. So whatever decision you make in the day, no, you cannot fail at that. You will slow your progress by making dumb decisions. Yeah, 100%. But will you ever fail at being that? No, because it's something that you're always in pursuit of and you always have to be in the moment of living as that future person. Like the five year from now, Travis, what would five year from Travis now say? He'd probably say, calm the fuck down and do whatever you need to do. So that's why I'm doing it. 
I'd hope that's what he'd say. Um, but where people feel like they're, where people identify as a failure, that's where they have the biggest blockages in terms of, I have a fear of failing, or I feel like I need to prove to myself or to anyone else or whatever, which used to be a big thing for me as well. But if you identify as a failure, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to self-sabotage because every other program you've done in your life or every other six, eight, 10, 12 week challenge that's just about getting as shredded as fuck more than likely would have been incredibly restricting, which means you would have done something against the program that you're doing. For example, kill it for absolutely four or five weeks. And then you start to get tired because you're not feeding your body. And then you go out on the weekend with your friends and then you weigh in on Monday and you go, fuck, I've put on two kilos. Well, there goes the entire program. Then throw it all away and go back into emotional eating and do whatever it was you were doing beforehand, except this time you've now lowered your metabolism because you've lost fat and muscle tissue. And then you're going to put on the weight that you've just lost purely because you believed that you had failed. When in actuality, all you did was slow your progress for a day or two. That's about it. So the goal of losing weight, lose weight, lose weight, lose weight, lose weight from like week one, two, three, four. Then week five comes along, something happens, you go to a social event, you do whatever, and you put on weight. And as soon as it wasn't losing weight, you've failed at losing weight because you've obviously put on weight, which is the exact opposite of what you're trying to do. Then the emotional response from that is, oh my fucking God, I'm going to throw in the towel because I failed at it. Why would I keep going? If I have already failed, then the self-talk starts. Oh my God, I always do this. Why do I always do this? I am such a failure. I am such a piece of shit for the fact that I can't even stick to a program for six weeks. Why do I always do? And then it starts to cycle into a whole fucking beast of why do you do what you do? When in actuality, you didn't fail. You just didn't know what your purpose was. You just didn't know why you were doing what you're doing. Because you can't fail at being healthy. It's a spectrum. You know, the fucking my 600 pound life. Yeah, they are the 100% like they are the negative 100% health. And I don't fucking know. Crossfitters or marathon runners or iron men or whatever the fuck. Whatever your 100% definition of being healthy is. That's what the 100% definition of being healthy is. Everyone will have a different idea to it. For example, working in the gym, a lot of people say, I want to look like a bodybuilder. They are the epitome of health. I'm like, no, they're fucking not. Their dicks are probably the size of a fucking snow pea because of the amount of roids that they're on. And that's just my belief on that. And everyone has a different opinion as to what healthy is for them. So healthy for me means I'm not injured. I can move pain-free. I can get up the stairs without being puffed. I can sleep on my shoulder for more than fucking three minutes without going to sleep, which is a real problem for me at the moment. Or I can look a certain way, be happy and healthy. My gut is okay. My mental health is okay. And I can still eat whatever I want in a balanced sort of fashion. That is healthy for me. 100% balanced life. So everyone will be different in their purpose or vision of health. But the number one thing that we have to do when we're trying to move away from a fear of failure is to stop identifying as a failure. Because I'm willing to bet that 
every single, let's just use health and fitness program because that's why you're here. Every single health and fitness program, whether it's four, five, six, eight, nine, ten, whatever fucking weeks or months or challenge or whatever it is, I'm willing to bet that as soon as that program didn't go the way you expected it, every single person would have gone, no, it went really well for like four weeks and then I just, oh, I just couldn't do it anymore. I just failed. And they will blame themselves for failing the program when in actuality it was most likely the program that had failed the individual. This is why clients do not fail my program because it is built out for the individual. Whereas a lot of people out there are currently doing templated workouts, meal plans and shit that is built for the general populace. It's going to work for 50, 60, 70% of people, 80% of people. I don't fucking know, but it's not going to take into account anything to do with you as an individual. And most of the time, the challenges that a lot of people have done have come from box gyms. Everyone do this exercise. Everyone eat this meal plan. Everyone eat like this and move like this. And this is your timer. And people weren't built to be fucking put into pens and say, hey, that's your BMI. Or that's you. Or this, this is your fucking box that you live in now. And because there is such an extrinsic goal put on it, in terms of you need to lose weight. And as soon as you don't lose weight, you're the one that's going to feel like shit, even though it was most likely the program that failed you instead of you failing the program. If you had a purpose and realized why you want to lose weight and why you want to take control of your health, why do you want to sleep better? Why do you want to learn what macronutrients are? Why do you want to be the future version of yourself? Who is the future version of yourself that you want to be? When you start to ask all these questions and get to the behind the scenes shit of why you want to live the life that you want to live, it becomes a lot easier because you can't really give up on that. You can if you want to, but it's a lot harder to. Yeah, it's going to be a pain in the ass or a struggle on the way there. And there's going to be a lot of road bumps. But, and here's a social experiment for you. If you are walking down a, well, fuck me. What's it called? A crossing. <laughs> if you're walking down a busy street or across a crossing, if you make eye contact with someone coming at you, you're going to get in the way of the person because you're looking at them and they're looking at you. So what happens? You end up mirroring each other, but do this social experiment and you'll, I'll 90% of the time it will prove me right. When you go crossing or through a busy street, don't look at anyone. Just look straight ahead and pick something that is in front of you, an object or a building or whatever, and stare at it. And you will watch people get out of your way because they're like, oh, that person's not looking. I'll get out of the way. That is a social experiment that I learned about two years ago. And every single time I get to a busy street or whatever, I just fucking look up and ahead, like just past everyone's headline. And I just walk. And everyone just moves out of the way. And I go, oh, fuck, that was pretty easy. Why am I telling you this? Because if you are so fucking focused on the purpose and the vision of whatever it is that you want to become, and if you focus on that and you don't worry about the obstacles or the people that are going to get in your way or anything that could bump you off course, if you are so focused on the end goal of getting to that building or getting through that crowd or getting through whatever fucking thing is in your way, if you have that purpose or that vision or that thing that you just have your eyes on, the obstacles all of a sudden aren't as blinding or as blocking as they used to be. At most, some people will just bump you in the shoulder, but you'll just keep going because you know exactly where you're going. 
most people will get out of the way because they go, fuck, that person's not looking at me. I need to move. So if you have your eyes on the prize in terms of if you know exactly, not exactly, but a ballpark of where you're going and where you want to be living and the life you want to be living and the type of person that you want to be. And if you keep making decisions and keep walking towards that ideal version of yourself, how are you meant to fucking fail at that when it's one step at a time? Yes, people on the crossing or in the busy street are going to be dicks. Sometimes they might even push you over. Sometimes you might even fall to the ground. But what happens? You fucking get back up and you keep walking towards whatever goal that it is. And I'm always going to preach through any program or coaching that I do. It's always two steps forward, one step back. But that seems better than staying at the fucking couch. Staying exactly where you are. The only reason I would suggest to stay exactly where you are if you are 100% happy and content and joyful with where you are in your life and you don't want anything to change whatsoever. Physical appearance, emotional state, mental state, partner, job, money, anything, family, whatever it is. When you're 100% content, happy and joyful in all of those areas, yeah, stay where you are. Why would you want to improve? But if you want more, and moving forward or making progress in my eye is what humans were built for, for progressing. Because as soon as we're not, we start to wonder, oh, what if, oh, what about this? Oh, I could do this. And we get bored because we're always looking for something to do. So try that social experiment next time you're crossing a busy street or walking down a whatever. If you've got your goal and your purpose in mind, most people and most obstacles will just get the fuck out of the way. But you can't fail at crossing a crossing. I mean, you can if you get hit by a fucking truck, but <laughs> that's a very, very, very specific case. <laughs> oh, that analogy fell apart. Because <laughs> I, I just straight up imagined... Oh, no. Hey, Trav. Uh, can't do the workout this week. I didn't cross the crossing. It's like, huh, well, better luck next week. <laughs> that is how you fuck up a motivational podcast right there. But anyway, if you are someone who has a fear of failing, set a purpose, set a vision, set better goals. Most of the time when people have a fear of failing, it's because they have shit goals to begin with because... Yeah. I mean, if I, if my goal was to lose weight hundred percent, I would fail at that because losing weight is not motivating for me. If I'm at a crossroads with, oh my God, I'm emotional as fuck. And I want to, to lean into this terrible food or don't do it because you won't lose weight. I know what I'm going to choose every day of the week. I'm going to lean into my emotional response. Whereas if I had two options of I have that massive emotional response. I want to lean into takeaway. And the other option is, hey, you know what? You can do that. It's okay to feel things. And once you've done that, we'll just get straight back on with our life tomorrow. But heal yourself tonight and then we'll do that tomorrow. That sounds a lot fucking better than, no, I can't have insert an entire macronutrient or your favorite food or go out with your friends or not live a life. Because I'm trying to lose weight. That's unmotivating as fuck. And then most of the time, 
when people want you to go out or have a life, they're going to be like, oh, honey, but you always, you look so fantastic already. You don't even need to lose weight, queen. And then that's just going to be a fucking pain in the ass because then you're going to be like, well, they don't look at me naked. I do. And I know what I look like naked and I don't like it. But if you have a fear of failure, pick better goals, make better goals, have a purpose, have a vision, whatever it is, losing weight, quote unquote, is, is not motivating. So of course you're going to fail at losing weight if you already identify as being a failure. So instead, if you identify as someone who goes to the gym or someone who looks after their health or someone who is trying to be the better version of themselves, yes, you cannot fail at that because it'd be fucking hard to fail at being yourself. So when you start bettering yourself and investing in your health and taking the leap of faith of, I want to be better, I can be better, I'm going to do this, and you just fucking commit 100%, how do you fail at being yourself? You can't. Because worst case, you get halfway through whatever program or fucking thing it is that you're going to be doing, and you go, you know what? I really don't like who I was. So I'm going to become this other person. That's not failing at fucking anything. That's you growing up, being an adult and being like, you know what? The person I was before was an absolute downright cunt. So I'm going to do better. I'm going to be better. I'm going to do what adults do and change their mind and belief and behaviors based on everything that is presented to me. And if you want to be better and you do want to change, you can do that. There is nothing against, there is nothing that should be set against you for wanting to change. And if there is, who the fuck cares if it's anyone but you? Do whatever you want to do in bettering yourself. That's all there has to be to anything that you're going to do in life. But you can't fail at that. So a fear of failure, when people go, oh, I don't want to sign up because, you know, I've done all these other programs before and they never worked. It's like, yeah, have you done my program? No. You know, you can't fail at my program. And then I run them through exactly what this is. Let me tell you why you failed at other programs. Because that was six-week shreds determined on getting you to lose about a kilo a week. Then you couldn't go out and see your friends. Then you'd get upset that you couldn't go out and see your friends. And then it didn't feel worth it. And then you started to resent the program and the coach and everything. And then you started to feel like shit because of that. And then you had a blowout. And then the blowout felt so fucking good because you've delayed it for that goddamn long that you decided to follow it up again on a Saturday night. And then you've done that. And then you've gone, oh, well, I'll weigh in on the Sunday morning because that sounds like a fucking terrific idea. Then you've done that. And then you've gotten even more emotional when you've put on heaps of weight. And then you've gone, well, I put on two kilos. Might as well throw it in. Or second option, you've done exactly all of that. And then you've gone, no, right. This week is going to be the same. And then you've started getting back into those terrible routines. And then about five days into it, you go, this really is not worth it. I fucking hate this because you've already built up a lot of resentment for the coach and the program. So what happens? You blow up, you binge, you go into the emotional cycle. Then you realize, oh my God, living my best life out here when you're actually putting on about two kilos a week or a kilo a week. You can live your best life and maintain the weight you're at. As a matter of fact, I teach all my clients to do that. I had a client that lost 14 kilos in 12 weeks and she still went to five different social events, six different social events through the three months that we were working together. She didn't change her social calendar. She didn't change anything about it. She just changed a few mindsets behind identifying as a failure. And she lost 14 kilos in 12 weeks and she's still continuing to lose weight to this day using the principles that we taught her 
in three months. It can be as simple as you want it to be. You just need to pick the right coach and the right program. Anywho, hope you're all doing well through lockdown, or if you're listening to this outside of lockdown, fucking well done. Uh, otherwise, have the best time in the world, and I'll speak to you all super soon.